Well, good morning, good morning. It's uh, Monday, uh, Monday, November 23rd, 2020. Monday, November 23rd, 2020. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, I'm on, uh, available on all sorts of platforms. Uh, this is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles. So, <clears throat> let's see, yeah, what should we say? Oh, right, let's start with an older story. Um, a few weeks ago, I did a story about uh, how it's safe to fly, COVID safe to fly, relatively safe. Uh, because planes have this air filtration and air recirculating system. But, big caveat, uh, but I continued and pointed out that the uh, testing was done as if everybody stayed in their seat and everyone wore a mask, so it wasn't really optimal testing. Uh, so let's now add to, the <laughs> to that <clears throat> the packed airports. Then being stuck in a 500-mile-per-hour tube for several hours with 200 people who just went through that very packed airport. Each plane is a super spreader because no one stays in their seat for an entire flight. Everyone uses the bathroom, and I doubt they, they clean that coffin-sized space. And you've been in an airport air, airline bathroom. It is tiny. They don't clean it after each future patient <laughs> just stay home for thanksgiving don't go anywhere be safe you know <clears throat> i'm gonna stay home i'm being here and i get tested all the time i just got tested this morning i was this is why the podcast is late today because 7 30 this morning uh seven o'clock this morning actually i was missing the newscast while i was waiting to be tested they were late yeah anyway uh, Donald Trump, after briefly attending the virtual G20 uh, summit uh, from the White House uh, on Saturday, Trump skipped, skipped a meeting with leaders of the world's 20 uh, largest economies where they discussed the coronavirus pandemic. He skipped the meeting. Not important. COVID, who cares? I don't care. That's what he said. Uh, I don't know if he said that. Um, uh, anyway, the meeting was the uh, pandemic preparedness and response meeting, including uh, addresses from the uh, French President Emmanuel Macron and German Chancellor Angela Merkel, uh, but uh, no uh, uh, American government officials, apparently. Uh, both Macron and Merkel have been uh, <clears throat> leaders in the uh, call for um, a global coordinated international response to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, with the French leader calling for solidarity between countries. And of course it makes sense. It has to be global. Otherwise you're just going to keep on spreading it back and forth. You know, <clears throat> even though, uh, in the U S you know, Trump, by the way, working on his golf game during this meeting, that's where he went. That's where the press followed him to work on his golf game. Uh, he was out on, not even walking. He was in the cart. Somebody driving him in the, he's not allowed to drive. You know, presidents aren't allowed to drive. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, even though in the U.S. COVID-19 cases passed 12 million cases on Saturday, less than a week after reaching 11 million. 
On Friday, the country set a new record for new cases recorded in a single day with more than 198,500 cases confirmed. Now, let's see. When all the news networks were saying that there would be 200,000 cases by the end of the month, last week I said there would be 200,000 cases by the end of next week. That's what I said. I was wrong. It was 198,500. Sorry. I was off by 1,500. Come on. Anyway, deaths are now higher uh, than average in all 50 states and are peaking in 14 states, including Maine, Wisconsin, and North Dakota. Governors, including uh, Trump Republicans, such as uh, uh, Governor Kim Reynolds of uh, Iowa, are attempting to undo the damage done by the president and the GOP's widespread dismissal of, uh, of um, public health guidance, like you know, mask wearing, social distancing, testing, so on and so forth. Uh, earlier this week, Reynolds uh, pleaded with Iowans to obey a new mask mandate, which she, and this is for after months of calling uh, ma- ma- mask mandates, oh, feel good restrictions. They don't really do anything, but they make you feel good. That's basically what she was saying all this time. Um, despite reports over uh, of overwhelmed hospitals in states, including Texas, Kansas, Tennessee, and Nevada, the president has taken no questions from reporters about the pandemic since November 7th. Three weeks, two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago, he hasn't taken a question about the pandemic. Instead, he's been uh, focusing on, well, his golf game and on the election and challenging every one of your votes and trying to prove to everyone that he won. He is insane. Um, With the uh, Trump uh, campaign's amateurist, absurd, but nonetheless dangerous to democracy attempt to overturn results of the November election continuing to be laughed out of court at every turn. Members of the president's legal team late Sunday issued a statement distancing themselves from right-wing attorney Sidney Powell Powell, after she spent the past several days peddling like bizarre and entirely baseless claims of vote hacking involving Venezuela, Cuba, and communist money. Now, I just got to say, when the right-wing sociopaths at the Trump administration think you are right-wing wackadoodle, it's time to get some professional help. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Uh, Trump attorneys uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis said Powell is practicing law on her own and is not a member of the Trump legal team. Uh, That statement after Powell appeared at a press conference with Giuliani and Ellis at the Republican National Committee headquarters in Washington, D.C. You remember, that's when, that's the, uh, is that the day that uh, Giuliani's uh, hair cried? I could be wrong. I could be mixing up the days. You remember when Giuliani's uh, hair was crying? 
<laughs> An unnamed Trump campaign official told the Washington Post late Sunday that Trump had uh, come to believe Powell was uh, damaging the credibility of his own crazy legal wrangling. <laughs> oh, if Trump thinks you're crazy, right, then there's something wrong. Anyway, the official remarked uh, she was too crazy even for the president. Uh, he didn't mention the fact that Trump had uh, uh, readily touted Powell's narrative in, in recent social media posts and hailed her as part of his truly great legal team. He didn't mention that. Uh, during the Trump attorney's press conference last week, Ellis described Powell as part of an elite strike force of lawyers expertly working to advance the Trump campaign's legal aims. Elite strike force of lawyers is a phrase that likely should be challenged. How about how about elite strike farce? <laughs> a good example was when Juliana made made that rare appearance in a courtroom uh, this uh, last week in a baseless and hope hopeless effort to invalidate Joe Biden's victory. Um, anyway, addressing Giuliani, uh, who was parroting Trump's lie, you know, lie about massive voter fraud. Uh, U.S. District Court Judge Matthew Brand posed a devastating question at, at the hearing on Tuesday. He said, you're alleging that two individual plaintiffs were denied the right to vote. But at the bottom, you're asking this court to invalidate more than 6.8 million votes, thereby disenfranchising every single voter in Pennsylvania. Could you tell me how this result could possibly be justified? I know, insane, these cases that they're putting up. Anyway, on Saturday, the judge effectively answered his own question by dismissing the lawsuit and saying, this court has been presented with strained legal arguments without merit, merit and speculative accusations and unsupported by evidence. Very well put, Judge Matthew Brand. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> uh, most uh, Republicans in Congress have been reluctant to suggest that Trump uh, uh, concede the election. They argue that it's best to let him expend his legal options before they apply pressure. Uh, you know, <laughs> that pressure has been building and it could be about the bus. Uh, you know, key states uh, uh, getting ready to certify and uh, make the results official. Michigan and Pennsylvania are set to do that today. Uh, Nevada will be tomorrow. Arizona and Wisconsin, Wisconsin uh, have certification deadlines uh, uh, next week. Um, Michigan, where Biden leads by more than 154,000 votes. Trump is desperate to get Michigan. He really is. Anyway, Biden leads by more than 154,000 votes. Trump is not going to get it. Uh, it's supposed to certify its results today, and all eyes will be on the four uh, board members to see if certification happens as planned. Or if the, the remember those two Republican uh, uh, members, um, they they met with Trump, and they were they were going. They, they had already said that they would not certify it, and then they went back on it, and then they they went back on the, them going back on their certification. <laughs> and then now they're doing it again. Oh, God, this is driving me insane. Um, anyway, 
they are they are uh, obviously cowing to outside pressure from Trump on uh, top of last minute requests for the Republican National Committee and state GOP to de- to delay everything. Uh, a key Republican on the Michigan canvassing board is expected to vote against certifying the state's election results today in an effort to delay the finalization of the results. Now, several things can happen. Anyway, according to Michigan uh, GOP Representative Paul Mitchell, who, who said he spoke uh, days ago with Norman Schinkel, He's, Norman Schinkel is one of the two GOP members uh, on the board. Schinkel indicated last week he would vote against certifying the election results until an investigation is completed so as to push a delay even there, there is n- though there is no evidence of fraud or malfeasance that would necess- necessitate such a move. He, he's basing it on this... Um, uh, on on uh, a lot of voters turning out, a lot more voters turning out than was expected. That's what he's basing it on. It's insane. Uh, Michigan uh, House Speaker, <clears throat> a Republican, by the way, Lee Chatfield, uh, said Sunday if both GOP members of the board force a 2-2 tie, it could cause the process to be chaotic with the issue possibly tied up in court. He added there is a potential down the road for the state of Michigan to face a constitutional crisis. You know, the governor's going to stop this from happening. You know that. She has the power. Anyway, uh, Chatfield said if there were uh, to be a two-to-two split on the state board of canvassers, it would then go to the Michigan Supreme Court to determine what their response would be and what the order would be. If the board were to vote against certifying the results, the case would go to the State Court of Appeals and then the State Supreme Court, which would be expected to demand the board certify the results, as is written in the state law. Uh, The governor, you know, that's Gretchen Whitmer, the one that that they tried to kidnap, uh, Democrat uh, Gretchen uh, Whitmer, could also replace any of the board members. So she could just say, uh, okay, you two, out of here. And that's, li- if they decide to vote against it today, that's likely what's going to happen. I, I, I'm guessing. That's my guess. I could be completely wrong. Uh, if the certification cannot be handled in the courts, Chat- Chatfield uh, said it would then go to the state legislature where Republican members could try and appoint electors to vote for Trump instead of appointing those honoring the popular vote. Can you say... Riots in the street. That ain't going to happen. Okay? First of all, they said that the electors would vote for whoever won the popular vote before the election. The Republican-led Senate, a state Senate, said that. That that's what would happen. So it's a law. You can't change the law when you decide it, it doesn't work in your favor. Anyway, Chatfield said, it's, it, it's a place I really don't want to be in. Out of 878,000 votes cast, more than 878,000 votes cast in uh, Wayne County, there was a discrepancy uh, over approximately 450 votes, according to uh, officials. Uh, the state Republican Party and the Re- Republican National Committee sent a letter Saturday to the board members asking them to delay certification for 14 days and wait for an audit of Wayne County election results. But there's a problem with that. An audit cannot happen 
in Michigan until votes are certified. So guess what? You're stuck. So that that can't happen. Uh, Georgia, moving on to Georgia. Georgia, which already certified the election on Friday and did a manual recount with state Republicans signing off on it, is doing another machine uh, scan of the ballots at the Trump campaign's request. Uh, you know, they had uh, uh, two days. Uh, actually, they did it way long before the deadline. Uh, anyway, it's unlikely to reverse the Biden victory. Most of the counties in Pennsylvania uh, are slated to certify in, in Pennsylvania. Yeah, most of the counties in Pennsylvania are slated to certify their election results today, though this could change amid pending lawsuits and at the discretion of uh, local election officials. Arizona will certifies, uh, certify its election results on November 30th, uh, while it, uh, you know, Maricopa County, that's uh, uh, the most popular, uh, populous county, has already certified its results. And, you know, even if uh, it's so much more pop- populous than, than the rest of the state, it would be impossible to, to uh, um, overtake Biden, I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> you, we had a flaming bag of crap thrown on our porch. On Friday night, did you did you notice that? It, it really didn't hit much of the news, but yeah, here's your flaming bag of crap that was left on your doorstep Friday night. Uh, two months, that was Friday. Two months before Biden is set to take office, uh, a halt and halt the use of feder- the federal death penalty. The dr- uh, Trump Justice Department on Friday evening announced it plans to execute three more death row inmates in addition to three whose state-sanctioned killings were already planned for the coming weeks. If you remember last week, it was Orlando uh, Hall. Uh, And he was the first person to be executed by a lame duck administration in over 100 years. Isn't that amazing? After reviving the use of federal death penalty uh, this last summer, uh, if the planned executions go forward, Trump will have overseen 14 executions in seven months. Previously, the federal government had not put any inmates to death in 17 years. If Trump plans, uh, you know, I, I said last week, Orlando Hall, you know, it's, I don't like the death penalty, but it's difficult to defend not using it for someone like Orlando Hall, who kidnapped a teenage a teenage girl, uh, raped her, then buried her alive, and she died. So, I really don't like the death penalty, but it's really, really tough uh, anyway, we're moving on. If, if Trump plans uh, 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 proceed, two of the men newly scheduled to be put to death will be executed less than a week before Biden takes office. Uh, two of the inmates, uh, Corey Johnson and uh, Alfred uh, Bourgeois, have intellectual disabilities, according to their attorneys. And one of them, Dustin uh, John Higgs, maintains that his co-defendant, defendant, was the sole gunman in the murder he was convicted of con- uh, committing. Uh, Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, AOC, AOC rocks, 
Uh, she took to the House floor on Friday on behalf of her working-class district and us struggling Americans across the country to call out Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell for sending members of the upper chamber home for Thanksgiving without striking a deal on COVID pandemic relief legislation. They've had this bill since May, June, July, August, September, October, November. We're working on eight months. In two weeks, it's going to be eight months since they had the legislation and they've refused to touch it. This man, Mitch McConnell, needs to be removed from office. He needs to be impeached out of office, as far as I'm concerned. He's not doing the the will of the people. Anyway, AOC decided to rise and speak out. She said, because McConnell, a Kentucky Republican, decided to break the Senate, and he broke the Senate, she said, I love the way she uses these words. Uh, broke the She said, as there are thousands of people in Texas lined up for food lines. He broke the Senate. He broke the Senate while hospitals no longer have beds to house the sick. He broke the Senate and dismissed the Senate while 30 million Americans are on the brink of eviction. She continued, he dismissed the Senate when every single day, when we go back to our communities, people are asking us, where is there going to be the help? Is there going to be a second stimulus check? Are we going to get the resources we need? Thanksgiving is around the corner and there are millions of Americans that won't be able to afford a meal to eat that don't know if they'll be kicked out of their home, that are unsure if they're going to have to quit their job to care for their child. AOC rocks. I mean, and the way she worded it, she said he broke the Senate. She's she's talking about giving the Senate a break. But then she says in that one line, she goes, he broke the Senate and dismissed the Senate. See that little play on words she threw in there? That's it. She's funny. I like her. <laughs> but you know that. You know I like her. So he, she's saying that uh, Mitch McConnell, He's. she's saying the Senate is broken, and he broke it because the Senate has accomplished nothing. In eight months, the Senate has accomplished nothing except for pushing a Supreme Court justice against the will of the people and against their own promise. That's your Republican Senate that you voted for. You people in Georgia, you better damn well show up to vote because you can flip the Senate. Georgia can flip the Senate. (sighs) Moving on. Uh, Trump's appointed head of the U.S. agency, for global media. And we talked about this uh, story, uh, what was it, last week or something? When when uh, Trump was trying to create a, uh, um, uh, a if you will, mm, how do I put this? <laughs> how do I put this nicely? Uh, a, Go- a Goebbels uh, um, uh, 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 radio network. Let's, let's, let's call it that. 
propaganda, you know. Uh, Trump's appointed head of the U.S. Agency for Global Media is barred from making any further editorial or personnel decisions following a series of injunctions issued by a federal court late Friday in what journalists called a major rebuke of the Trump administration's attempt to reshape government-funded news broadcasters. In Washington, D.C., Chief U.S. District Judge Beryl A. Howell ruled in favor of five USA GM executives who were fired or suspended. Uh, uh, USA, that's the U.S. Agency for a Global uh, Media. Um, anyway, who were fired or suspended in August at the direction of CEO Michael Pack, who took the helm of the agency in June. You know, he was put in by Trump and promptly dismissed several career officials in what was called a Wednesday night massacre. And I remember I, I remember that story way back when. Uh, the five former employees sued to uh, stop uh, uh, Pack, uh, Michael Pack, the CEO, uh, a clo- who happens to be a close associate of former White House advisor and Breitbart News executive Steve Bannon from interfering in editorial uh, affairs at uh, of Voice of America, Radio Free Asia, and other broadcasters which operate under the USAGM. <clears throat> Breitbart. You know, Breitbart is worse than Fox News. They are more propagandist than Fox News. In fact, Fox News has stopped associated with them. They are so bad. I mean, half of what they they uh, put on their website is a lie or fabrication. It has been in the past. Allegedly. Anyway, the lawsuit was filed after uh, uh, Michael Pack opened an investigation to VOA's chief White House reporter, Steve Herman, over unspecified concerns that he displayed an anti-Trump bias. Uh, the plaintiffs and many other critics inside the uh, and outside of the agency said Pack violated the firewall uh, between political appointees and the broadcasters' newsrooms, which is meant to uh, keep the organizations from becoming mouthpieces for the White House. And by the way, this is something specific for the government, and it should be for regular news newsrooms. Regular newsrooms should have a buffer between them and the people who run the corporations. The people who run the corporations should not be able to say a goddamn thing to what the newsrooms do. That's how it should be. That's how all news, all, all broadcast news should be like that. And they, they should have, that should be, actually be a law that news has to be autonomous. Uh, anyway, under Howell's order, you know, that's to the judge, PAC will no longer be able to make personal personnel decisions for the remainder of his tenure, which is set to end in January when uh, Biden takes office. Uh, he also will not be permitted to communicate directly with editorial teams or investigate editors or their news stories. Uh, Howell said PAC's investigation of Herman imposed an unconstitutional prior restraint, not just on Herman's speech, but on the speech of uh, his editors and journalists at Voice of America. That's awesome. I like this uh, Powell guy. Uh, Howell. Howell guy. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> Nevada uh, governor, or Nevada, 
uh, Governor Steve uh, uh, Sisolik, uh, announced plans Sunday to tighten restrictions on casinos, restaurants, and private gatherings such as Thanksgiving dinner in an effort to contain the spread of coronavirus. Uh, the new restrictions, uh, which are scheduled to go into effect tomorrow, come amid an unprecedented surge in um which has broken records in the state in terms of cases, deaths, and infection rates uh, through November. Um, the virus has surged throughout the United States and prompted governors to issue a patchwork of area-specific uh, uh, restrictions. By the way, in, in, part of his restrictions is uh, 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 Thanksgiving dinner can't be more than 10 people. So <laughs> an 11th one... Um, shows up and and you're like I'm sorry you know this is this this is your republican cousin uh, sorry cousin uh, andrew um you going to have to go we already have 10 people here uh including the neighbor but but I, i'm sorry uh, maybe next week <laughs> anyway <clears throat> um california has uh, a curfew order in effect in the uh, majority of its counties. And earlier Sunday, Los Angeles County suspended outdoor dining. Beginning Wednesday, they plan to stop outdoor dining because uh, cases uh, have gone over 4,000 daily. Uh, They have have to do that for five days in a row. So if it continues until Wednesday, that's going to happen. If L.A. goes over 4,500 for five days in a a row, L.A. will be on a complete lockdown. Uh, this while Governor Newsom, uh, Newsom's children were exposed to the virus from a state trooper. I guess state trooper was watching them or something. I don't know. Uh, the Newsom family will quarantine for 14 days. The governor was under fire recently, of course, you know, for violating his own rules by showing up at an event that, that was indoors. He thought, he said he thought it was going to be outdoors. Uh, the governor ate indoors with a party of 12 with no masks and it's not even family members, which is supposed to be part of the rule. You're supposed to only eat with family members that you live with. Uh, the governor apologized for it, saying, I need to preach and practice, not just preach. So, yeah, he had a long apology. And I saw the apology. And it was, you know, he he, he owned it, in other words. I, I don't like what he did, but I like that he owned it. And that's important for a politician. Uh, AstraZeneca uh, said today that uh, late-stage trials showed its coronavirus vaccine was up to 90% effective after a second full dose, giving uh, public health officials hope they may soon have access to a vaccine that is cheaper and easier to distribute than the other the other two. You know, there's been three so far, including AstraZeneca. Um, the results are based on an interim uh, analysis of trials in the U.K., and Brazil uh, of a vaccine developed by Oxford University and manufactured by, uh, you know, AstraZeneca. Uh, no hospitalizations or severe cases of COVID-19 were reported in those receiving the vaccine. AstraZeneca is, uh, the, of course, the third major drug company to report late-stage results for a potential for a potential uh, COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, but interesting. Uh, this is kind of cool for this vaccine in particular, which is probably going to be used throughout the world for several reasons. First, that it's cheaper, but also that the vaccine can be stored at regular refrigerator temperatures. And it can be distributed around the world using the normal immunization distribution system. Uh, The other ones, uh, the other two, 
uh, they have to be uh, uh, stored at like really sub-zero temperatures. You know, I mean, once they're out, they have a shelf life of about, uh, I guess, what, 30, 30 days or something, something like that before. And, and they lose their efficacy after after a few days. So um, AstraZeneca is cheaper, is not quite as effective. The test was really weird that they did. They tested some people. They gave them a full dose. And then a month later, they gave him another full dose. It was 62% effective. Isn't that weird? Then, they on another one, they gave him a half dose first. And then a full dose after 30 days. And it was 90% effective. Isn't that weird? I, I, I don't understand that. I, I, I guess, I don't know. I, I, that's why I don't, I don't do stuff like, I don't, you know, I'm not involved in that. Anyway, AstraZeneca, which has pledged it won't make a profit on the vaccine during the pandemic, has reached agreements with governments and international health organizations that put its cost at about $2.50 a dose. Pfizer's vaccine costs about $20 a dose. And, uh, and Moderna's, Moderna's is is 15 to $25 um, based on uh, agreements uh, the companies have struck to supply their vaccines to the U.S. government anyway. <clears throat> anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. It's Monday, 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 uh, November uh, 23rd, 2020. Monday, November 23rd, 2020. This is PVTV, uh, Political Views uh, TV. Uh, I, I really really to appreciate you listening. I really do appreciate you listening. Uh, I love, uh, love you guys coming out here and, uh, uh, listening to me, downloading my podcast and, you know, but, you know, tell your friends to, to Google political views, TV podcast. And, uh, uh, I'll come up in the search right up at the top political views, TV podcast. You'll see my uh, painting, by the way, that painting, I made that painting. That painting with the two eyes looking at you, that's uh, um, uh, Einstein's eyes staring at you, in case you didn't know. Uh, So yeah, Google Political uh, Views TV podcast and I'll show up. I appreciate you coming out here. And remember, of course, always remember, this is really important, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. That's why Donald Trump is not a good president, because he thinks of profit as money. Profit for the government is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.